This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And welcome to The Social Dose, your go-to podcast for a gorgeous dose of what's going on in the world of social media, brought to you every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Today is Thursday, February 23rd, and I'm Paris Nicholson at Paris Nicholson on all socials. I'm Michael Judson-Berry at mjudsonberry on socials, except for Twitter, where I'm mjudson1berry because I created an account before that I don't know how to get out of. Paris, tell me, who are you following this week? Who's, who's exciting your thumbs at the moment? Michael, the most recent person that I followed is actually somebody I heard about on a podcast called It's Giving Fashion, and that is none other than a fashionista and fellow podcast host, Tiger Lily. I am obsessed with her Instagram, and literally, guess what? She's our correspondent today. Tiger, we are so happy to have you with us. I'm so excited I could take a break from my podcast. Uh, It's Giving Fashion with my bestie, Shea Coulee, to come on here and give my online expertise. Excited to take a break from Shea Coulee. Got it. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> that we was just... the takeaway. We'll tell them we said hi. Of yes, course. Please. Of Huge course. fans. Now, let's get into today's top stories. We're going to TikTok to talk about how user at Tanara Double Chocolate is showing how everybody's so creative. Then, a Yasified tweet that will absolutely slay you. And finally, everything shouldn't be shared on the internet. Why one woman keeps having to move. But first, we'll check in with our sponsors. Our first story, Twitter is baffled by the BAFTAs. I love alliteration. Online clips are spreading like wildfire of Academy Award-winning actress Ariana DeBose performing a decidedly uncomfortable rap to open the BAFTA Awards. The clips incited many a conversation, but none as verbose as the tweets that ensued. So much so that the actor deactivated her account. So beautiful, talented artist Ariana DeBose definitely wrote her way into a moment on the internet this week. When she performed this at the BAFTA Awards, the world was truly shocked, including members of the audience whose reactions caused many reactions on the internet from people like you and me. (laughs) Tiger Lily, have you seen this video? Oh, yes. I can't escape it, honestly. It's honestly iconic. (laughs) Yeah, for those of you who haven't seen it, it's it's Ariana DeBose rapping about all of the nominated actresses this year for BAFTAs. And I feel like the the hottest moment we will see is when she's referencing Dear Angela Bassett, where she says, Angela Bassett did the thing. And we don't understand why her rap was so awkward, because we actually wrote one and it's a masterpiece. Michael, are you ready? 
Yes, five, six, seven, eight. All these hotties on the pod. It's episode two and you're here, oh my God. Okay, Paris, you're the best. The ACT is a type of test. Hey, Michael, you're so great. Kings don't quit, they abdicate. Tiger lilies join the chat. You wash your clothes at the laundromat. Angela Bassett did the thing. Boxers fight in a boxing ring. We're Michael and Paris and we're both gay. And we've got more great show today. Cue the applause. Now, the memes from this have just been magical. My personal favorite was the one where someone posted uh, that we need Angela Bassett to guest star on Wednesday so that she and The Thing can finally have their romance. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> yes, we all. <laughs> oh, I hate so that. <laughs> if you were the person who created that meme, please comment. I would love to give you credit because just seeing Angela Bassett and The Thing from Wednesday together brought me such joy. I cackled. Michael, the thing about memes, and here's the thing, is that once they're created, whoever made them is irrelevant. It, the memes mm. belong to the world, you know? Yes. Public domain. Now, the comments, on the other hand, those belong to specific individuals. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, I personally did not hate this performance. I understood why people were confused. Um, but there was a lot of backlash and people were like, oh, I think it's unfair that she's getting all this backlash. But at Dave McKay on Twitter said, unfair? I think it's unfair they haven't received more backlash. It's oh, a no. very <laughs> potent thing to say. <laughs> oh my gosh. Which is said because usually Ariana DeBose is so spot on. I will say at Jesse underscore is underscore awesome says, isn't she a Broadway singer? Why is she out of damn breath and choking, girl? Why? <laughs> And it's like, she is dancing her face off. Cut her some slack. I have done many a musical. And after you've done a full dance and you're trying to sing, sometimes you're just huffing and puffing. Did you guys see the Bulgarian podcaster, Big Molly Media at Malls, who commented, don't understand why the producer of this show would admit that he lost control of his production as a means to save himself. Maybe she wrote it, but he allowed it. In the same vein, at Doe Daddy says, all they had to do was be silent and we would have believed it was Lin-Manuel Miranda who wrote it. Oh my God. Could you imagine <laughs> if that was Lin-Manuel from Hamilton? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then people would have been forgiving. So they're like, oh, well, it was the Hamilton guy. He was just having an off day. But you know what? It's yep. still genius. It's also so shady for production to be like, well, she wrote it herself. So I'm like, ew, don't throw her under the bus like that. Oh, I was going to say, if it was good, it wouldn't be as iconic as it is. We wouldn't be talking about it right now. Exactly. And these are why we watch award shows. These moments. Yes, absolutely. I'm sad that she felt the need to delete the Twitter account, but I'm sure it was just like, my phone's blowing up. Let me just like take a step away from this and she'll be back in a couple days, I hope. Because Twitter bullying, not hot. No, No. that's the thing. Uh, We can all have our fun with the funny memes with like Angela Bassett and the various things. Uh, (laughs) But at the end of the day, like, I think there's a line between having some fun and actually being malicious. So let's be nice to her. She's doing her best. She's doing her thing, just like Angela Bassett. And Jamie Lee (laughs) Curtis is all of us. And you know, if we learned anything from those Activia commercials, Jamie Lee Curtis really is like all of us. (laughs) Yeah. True. (laughs) Moving on, on TikTok, everybody's so creative. Cooking up a storm on our favorite foreign government spy app is user Tanara Double Chocolate. Her videos covering the hard-hitting, well, we'll call it creativity, of food content creators are a lot more appetizing than the creators' recipes themselves. Early taste testers are saying Tanara is the one to watch. 
Absolutely. If you haven't started following Tanara Double Chocolate, do it immediately. I'm sure it won't be hard to find. It's probably already come up on your For You page, listener. I don't believe that it hasn't. And you know what it reminds me of, y'all? It reminds me of early Kalen Allen when he was reacting to disgusting culinary videos. And now look, he has an incredible career and we are blessed to have him in the culture. Now, a lot of people might be wondering, like, why are there these insane cooking videos where people are just making the absolute worst concoctions? And I honestly have a theory. So hear me out. Okay, I feel like people want to be included in content creation, but have nothing to offer. They're not entertaining. They're not funny. They're not clever. So they create these like clickbaity recipe videos because they get engagement. They get views because they're shocking. But I would much rather watch somebody like Tanara, who is entertaining and fun to watch and has something to offer, drag these videos than actually give the videos themselves any engagement because it's fluff like clickbait content. What do y'all think about that? What I will say, what I love about Tanara is her level of positivity, which I appreciate whenever I'm turning to social media, right? Because the world can be so bleak. And there's something really nice about seeing someone taking something so heave-worthingly disgusting and making it fun. My favorite is at the pagan underscore mama underscore path who said, I love how aggressively supportive you get at the end. And Tanara (laughs) did respond with, it turned out so good at the end. So like, I love that she, she's always supportive throughout. She's like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna cut those mushrooms now, which we could have done before, but we're just going to do it now. Like, she's still as positive and upbeat while giving these um, these commentaries. I love it when they turn out good and she's just, like, aggressively complimenting them. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we do have an adorable comment on one of the videos that I saw. Uh, it was at Oren, who said, You are such a queen. I could die for your TikToks. And I'm French. Cuisine is serious business. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know, has anyone ever actually tried these recipes? Were you well after? Were you violently ill? Let us know. Uh, comment at the socialdosepodcast.com. Just watching those videos makes me want Tums <laughs> or lactate. In other news, TikTok users are screaming, girl, your location services are on. Influencers are moving to hide from their stalkers, then posting a tour of their new house? They're too worried about followers to notice they're being followed. Let's take a look into some concerning habits of social media influencers and the TikTok posts from their alarmed followers. So for those of you who have not seen it, at Tara's World shared a TikTok video where she showed us her new apartment, which she's so excited about in Los Angeles. And she gives us a tour of the place and she describes exactly why she loves it. It's close to some of her favorite eateries and grocery stores. And this might be a little bit awkward because she has had to move because people were looking in her window. Stalkers were following her. But now she's sharing essentially her exact location. As someone who lived in the same apartment complex where she is, I know exactly where she is. And sweet at the Joseph Rich stitched this video explaining to her that maybe she shouldn't share this location as she does have a history of having stalkers. Since he says in 20 minutes, he could probably find out where she is. At... Amy.Gene01 said, she's an influencer. You can't expect much. These people have no grip on reality. Well, I'm an influencer and I can attest my (laughs) grip on reality is pretty loose. So Amy Jean, you're probably correct when you say that. The the main discourse in the comments is like whether it's her fault for sharing this or the world's fault for being so scary. Alex F. Bailey said, I hear you, but capital B-U-T, let's acknowledge that it's other people's fault for being so scary towards women and folks. 
folks. That is the real issue. I mean, and this is where like celebrities will post a whole closet tour and then they get robbed and they wonder like, how did they know? It's like, honey, mm-hmm. you like practically showed us like this, the key to your safe, you know, the combination. Like, uh, it's just, <laughs> it's just disappointing. I hope as a collective, we can stop being so transparent about what we have and where we are. Like, no one needs to know mm-hmm. that. But I died when I read the comment from, uh, uh oh, stinky. I don't want to say that. Stinky is such an ugly word. Well, their <laughs> username is uh oh, stinky. And they commented, <laughs> she's finna be in a true crime podcast. We all love a true crime podcast, but we don't be in it. No. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Unlike Tara Lynn in our last story, the woman in this next story has been yossified to preserve her anonymity. We look into a nameless woman exposed for carrying none other than a tube of mayo. (laughs) That's right, Michael. The newest trend on Twitter seems to be yossifying people to protect their identities when dragging them for disgusting behavior in public spaces. Michelle Collins tweeted a woman she observed carrying a tube of mayonnaise that she brought on her own to the airport, which is already a cursed space. And instead of putting her on blast for the world to see, she yossified her, which is, as we know, a gorgeous filter that makes you look like a combination of Cara Delevingne and the girl from The Ring. (laughs) I was going to say Michelle Pfeiffer and Barbie, but yours is so much better. Yeah. Oh, God. Y'all, I'm dead. I saw this tweet and I screamed to yossify a stranger. As a form of anonymity, like, first of all, respect to Michelle. Like, I appreciate her not being crazy and being like, you know what? If I'm going to drag this woman on the internet, I have a platform. Let me protect her identity. Yes. (laughs) But the way she did it. Yeah. I mean, at S. Buckley0725 completely agreed when they said, I actually love this. I hope yossification becomes the standard for photos, videos of strangers in public. I agree. Absolutely. The cut crease, the contour. She looks great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really feel like the police should adopt yassification as a formal form of anonymity. Like instead of the witness protection program, you just get like extensive surgeries paid for by the FBI. Yeah, because they're making this whole situation look sexy. Is she eating a hard boiled egg with mayonnaise from a tube? And I believe that's a croissant. I'm not entirely (laughs) sure what this meal is, but it looks hot now. There was a comment from Jan Hatchuel who said, it's time for true crime docs to abandon blurring people's faces and start yassifying them instead. I'm 100% here for it. Yeah, 60 minutes, pick this up. This needs to be a trend. And also, if you showed this to somebody who's not mentally ill and chronically online, they would have no idea what this is because this is like a a third level (laughs) internet joke. 
It's like we took Yassification, yeah. that vibe that we did like two, three years ago, and now we're adding a hat on a hat and using it to protect people's identities in times like these. What a time to be alive. Internet lesson. If you share your business, people will comment on it. That's what user Call Me F Word learned when he shared the note that a man he went on a date with slid under his apartment door. Yes, Call Me F Word went on one date with one of his neighbors, which we don't know if that's the best idea, did not respond for a couple of days, and then he came home to this note slid under his door. For context, I shall read it for you as quickly as possible. It says, hey, exclamation point, I wanted to drop a note instead of shooting you a text again. Dash, I had to change pens because it started to fade. What's the deal? If I know, if you're not ghosting me, then what are you doing? You haven't responded to the text or voice messages I sent, and I'm a bit confused. On one end, you're telling me that you had a good time and deaf want to hang again, but then you're also not responding or making an effort to. It doesn't seem like you're interested in anything, platonic or romantic, which I can be okay with, but I do believe I'm owed the courtesy of letting me know that if that's not the case. If this is your version of honest communication, I don't think we are aligned. I'm... Oh, I'm so sorry. The, the handwriting's kind of difficult to read. I'm hating the mixed signals. It's giving me anxiety and confusing me. I'd like to get aligned. I hope we hear back from you. Uh, in case you don't have my number anymore, here it is, and it's blanked out. Or feel free to come up for a cup of tea and some puppy therapy. Oh my God, sorry, there's a terrible dramatic reading. All of my drama teachers would be horrified, but we get the idea. <laughs> it's chilling, I think, <laughs> to, to get such a clear view into somebody's mental state, you know? And don't get me wrong, I've been, I've been both of these people. I've been the person who's <laughs> like, they didn't text me back in two days. I should kill myself. I should text them. They hate me. And I've also been the person who's like, ew, you're doing too much. Please never talk to me again. Ooh. But this note, ugh. yeah. The, the pen changing is where it should have stopped. Like he should have <laughs> changed that pen and just put it down and put it away and burned it. Yeah. The but first pen exactly. was like, no, this is a bad idea. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Even the pen was like, yeah, I love, what was it at Lily Marston said, I'm so, I'm somehow most confused at the pen fading comment. Because who actually writes that? Who actually right. says, I just changed pens because it was fading. Lily Marston, we agree with you. I actually know this person in real life, like from when they lived in Chicago. And Wait, like, which one? Um, the one that received the note or the one that wrote the note? The one that received the note. And okay. I know he, I know he was receiving a lot of backlash on Twitter for even posting this, but I feel like a handwritten note, I would be creeped out. Oh, exactly. Yes, like at Harry Cook said, TBF, you could have just texted him back instead of posting his letter on your socials. To which at Christina Estima rebutted to BH, y'all could go to therapy instead of ejaculating your neuroses all over the people you date. <laughs> now, I'm with you though, because this, I think we all can learn from this moment. As Paris said, we've all been on both sides of this. And this is an extreme moment, but maybe do what Abraham Lincoln did. Write the letter and then put it in a box and don't send it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I also just love ejaculating neuroses. I'm definitely going to use that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paris, that's what this entire show is, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to The Social Dose, where we ejaculate neuroses. Ooh, Happy Tuesday. New, you know, new, like... <laughs> new tagline. <laughs> and my parents are now horrified. <laughs> oh, Michael, they're not listening. But wait, I saw that there was a follow-up text message that he posted. At call me F word responded like this. 
Hey, I got your note. I'm sorry I made you anxious and confused. I was being honest about having a good time on the date and wanted a second one. But I think based on your messages and notes, you expect more communication and reassurance than I have the capacity for. I feel overwhelmed. Therefore, I'm going to renege my suggestion for a second date or anything further. Apologies. I wish you well. And then the neighbor responded, my intention wasn't to overwhelm you. Can we chat for a few minutes <sighs> and then and then he responded again i'd rather not someone out there can meet your expectations of communication but i don't have that to offer you currently despite enjoying our date we've known each other for barely one day and this is a lot maybe on a different timeline good night Oh, Good night sending and God bless. <laughs> like, listen, in a different reality, in a parallel universe, maybe. But in this one, no. <laughs> oh, I would have been like, and P.S. Staples is having a sale on pens. <laughs> Apparently you need this. <laughs> now that's all the time we have for today. But Tiger Lily, tell us about who you've been following these days on social. Ooh, I've definitely been following a lot of like style influencers, stylists, and just maximalists. I feel like I need more maximalism in my life. So I've been loving okay. this this girl. Her name is Thalia. Actually, she goes by they and she, so she could be non-binary. Um, and uh, her username is Polychrome, P-O-L-Y-C-R-O. Um, and then three instead of an E. But she's great. She posts like how to style up things. She like takes little articles of clothing that you don't think would go together. And she shows you how to put it together. And just like my background being a stylist, I really appreciate the risks that she takes. And she's gorgeous. And she just like oh, is just yeah. positivity all around. And she's she's like very fearless with her pattern clashing and matching. And she's just a lovely person. Yeah, I'm looking at the page now, and this is so cute. She's so oh, cute. Oh, I can't wait to dive in. I dropped my phone three minutes ago, and it's out of arm's reach, but as soon as I find it, I'm going to follow <laughs> this. I'm so excited. Michael, this is the part of the episode where we take out our phones and follow the people our guests tell us to follow. I know, but I'm <laughs> This is clumsy. important tea that Tiger I'm Lily sorry. has been so generous to share with us. Well, thank God I can listen back to the episode. <laughs> You'll have to. Well, Polychrome, you have a new follower in me today. Thank you, Tiger Lily, for joining us today. Please tell us where people can find you on your socials. On all platforms, I am Gimme Tiger Lily, G-I-M-M-E, Tiger Lily. And yeah, you can follow me there. And you can listen to my podcast, It's Giving Fashion with Shea Coulee, every Thursday, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you so much, Tiger Lily. I cannot wait to have you as one of our regular correspondents here on The Social Dose. You have so much insight to share, and I look forward to working with you in the future. Yes, I will be popping in all season. Can't wait. <gasps> we are so lucky to have you. Thank you. And before we go, we have to hit the comments section, the part of the show where we hear from the Social Dose listeners. Yes, we actually shared some content from our very first episode with Candace Dillard. And we actually got a comment from Mars Orbit on TikTok who said the first episode was everything. Mars, you better believe there's more where that came from. We also have a comment from April Cheyenne 9 who said, I'm definitely going to be listening to this podcast. April, thank you so much for your support. I appreciate you listening. And anyone that's willing to listen to Michael and I talk, I think is a very special type of person. It is. Yeah, my mom commented to me in person and said, Michael, you did fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
my mom commented and said, I couldn't find the website. So for those of you that would also love to share a comment, you can respond to us obviously in the DMs, on our comments, but more importantly, at thesocialdosepodcast.com. You can even send us a voice message if you feel so inclined. Oh, I love a voice message. So thank you again to our wonderful correspondent, Tiger Lily, uh, who, as we said, will be joining us throughout the season. So keep tuning in and join us tomorrow, Friday, for our next episode of The Social Dose. The Social Dose is a Something Else and Sony Music Entertainment production. The EPs are Sarita Wesley and Jasmine Henley-Brown. Daniel Jones Wesley is senior producer, Chelsea Jacobson is producer, and Sunny Balkan is associate producer. This show is engineered by Paul Brogdon and Gulliver Lawrence Tickle. 